Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. <laughs> Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. December 2nd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on Big X Sports Radio. No roll call from Roush this morning. Wow. I was uh, trying to promote the show. Roll call? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. On uh, social media. Justin, how are you? I, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm sure you saw that it was not my normal car out there today. I did see that, yes. Uh, I totaled mine yesterday. Woke, oh. woke up today, little little sore, but all in all, it's a huge blessing. I've wanted a new car for like three years now, so I'm pretty pumped, actually. Did you hit a shovel? Jeez, what the hell happened? I'm glad you're all right. Uh, we were on the worst road in Louisville, in my opinion, out in Norton Commons, and just <laughs> some sudden stops, you know? <laughs> I mean, that wait, sentence wait, wait. is just such a dumb the sentence. Worst the worst road in Louisville, out in, in Norton Commons. The, the, <laughs> you, all, you all know the one, the one that leads back to like the hospitals and Costco and all that. Just a terrible yeah, road. I, I, <laughs> yes, I, I wouldn't say a Norton Commons road. No, it's on the way. It's near Norton Commons. Yeah. Uh, Norton Commons roads to me, gold. To Nothing me, wrong with the roads. To me, that is Norton Commons. I hear what you're saying. Out near Norton Commons. Yeah. Just that sentence in its own right made yeah. me giggle. Okay, anyways, nothing funny about Total in your car. No, well, it, no, no. It is now. Well, no. so what happened? Uh, basically, just sudden stopping in front of me. Everybody wanted to try to turn left and into Lowe's and just slammed on their brakes. I didn't have a choice but to hit the truck in front of me. Just a situation of wrong place, wrong time. Did somebody hit you behind you? Uh, no. So I tried to swerve over into the right lane as opposed to just crushing this truck, which in hindsight, that's what I should have done. Um, but there was a car in my blind spot, too. So oh, kind of side whammy. swipes. Yeah. Man. So, it was a, I'm it was, glad you're okay. It was yeah. an interesting afternoon yesterday. Yesterday, did, everything went perfect until that point. Did the airbags come out? No. Which, I don't know what in God's name you got to do to get an airbag to come out, because it was a pretty damn hard hit. Maybe. Jeez, I'm glad you're okay, buddy. I'm great. I'm, I'm so great that I'm playing golf today. <laughs> well, Justin, you're like celebrating your car. Oh, I love it. By I, I just I, feel like Justin hasn't had people like tell him uh, some of just basic common, like, you're going to be sore probably in like two days. 
No, I'm gonna, sore now. Well, you're, it's going to be worse. It's going to be much worse literally, and probably Two wor- days after is the worst. Probably going to feel worse every day for about a week. That's Maybe good. even longer. That's good to know. I had a buddy who they they got rear-ended pretty hard. They were at a stop sign. The other person was probably going 30 or 35. It was in a park, which you're 30 or 35, not that fast, but when it's a completely stopped car that yeah. they're running into, pretty fast. Well, and that's what happened to me. Like we were, we were only rolling 30, 35 mile an hour. And everybody was all right, and everything was good, but it was like, 10 days, two weeks after the fact. And he was like, I can't get out of bed. He was like, I, he was like, I thought I was fine. Everything was good. And he's had to go see doctors and chiropractors and all that not fun stuff. So I'm glad you're feeling good. I hope it doesn't get worse. Luckily for me, I've had two wrecks that were, I would consider worse than this. So what? hopefully what? I'll be okay. You got to get off your phone when you're driving. Justin. I do. That is the last thing I do when I drive. I won't even like look at my phone when I drive. It's a bad deal. Just a bad deal. Wrong place, wrong time. But so, like so, I said, everything works for a reason. So what are we going to get next? Uh, scooter? I, oh. I'll probably venture into SUV land with you all. Oh. Wow. Just get something with something a little that, more space that I don't need. Something that a shovel can fit under? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no more shovels. Well, geez, that, that puts a little damper on the yeah. show. You know, the only thing that's bad about it, and I, I found every positive in the situation yesterday, like I'm saving close to a grand in car maintenance costs that I had coming up. Like I needed new tires, needed a new windshield, as you all know, <laughs> needed an oil change. Like that's almost a grand there in, in maintenance that I needed to do. And so now you just get to get a new Now car. I don't have to do that. The only thing I hate about the situation is that I have to adult. I have to file the insurance. Card. Oh yeah. I have to go like, get a new car. I have to. <laughs> that sucks. I don't yeah, want to adult. Uh, yeah, well, that's the worst part. Dealing with insurance. Do not. But want he to doesn't adult. have to get an oil change. <laughs> this is true. Big it stuff. Takes Ten minutes. Uh, not with mine. Those safe lights. Those those <sighs> things take so fast too. So oh. and I, yeah, so I do full but synthetic be, on my cars. Won't you be at so. fault here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, isn't Kentucky a no fault state? No. So the th- well, the crappy thing yeah, is, but it's only it. The crappy thing is, this is my third wreck. All three of them are considered my fault. All three of them are complete bogus. Wow. So your insurance can't be cheap. Mm, it's seen better days. No doubt. Whew. So yeah, that's how I am. Great, great end to my uh my Wednesday, and it had nothing to do with being wacky. Man, it's been a big week for you, Scoots. Jesus, you ain't lying. Oh, you could probably play this into some sympathy with the date with your your new date, your gal, your yeah. date, your well, date. So you know that's the way I was looking at it last night. I was like, we're a month away from rolling into a new year. Your boy's got some dates. He's gonna have him a new car. Guess who's rolling into twenty twenty two with some that's confidence? A good point. Uh, just n- not on a scooter. Feeling good. I'll have some confidence. It's, it's been, you it's been... you operating. Vehicles this year, though. Actually, maybe I'll just go get them open. No, I mean, no, no. <laughs> I think I think we need to get you in like a uh, semi. Something Kentucky is a no. I couldn't state, reach the pedals, but I've never really known exactly what, what that means. That, I just yeah. think it means both people need to be insured, and your insurance is going to cover you. Yeah. But I think your insurance. I, I thought your insurance would have to cover some of the other person too. Yeah, I don't know. In some instances, I even told the other guy though because I it was he was driving a nice truck. And I looked at him, I was like, man, I don't even care about my car. Like, don't even care at all. I just feel bad about your truck because that is so sexy. What do you say to that? Uh, he was pre-ticked. He was on his, <laughs> you know, what's funny is he was on his way to an interview to Lowe's and oh. was at literally the, le- it was right at the left to turn into, into Lowe's. So he was like 20, 25 minutes late for his interview. Hope he got the job. 
Did not expect the show to start this way. Me RTJ. neither. <laughs> me neither. I'm glad he's our. Right. You never know with me. <sighs> you really don't. <laughs> Justin. Glad you're all right. I'm great. I, I think it's I think it's fair to ask why you're getting in so many car accidents. Just wrong place, wrong. Oh, the scooter was complete malarkey. Like that that should not have happened. Yesterday I couldn't I couldn't have avoided yesterday. There's not a self-driving car out there that could have avoided yesterday. There's not any driver in the world that could have avoided yesterday. It's wrong place, wrong time. What are you going to do? What do you want to talk about today, Rash, from a sports perspective? Cruton. Oh, yeah? A lot of Cruton going on right now. A lot of Cruton. Oh, boy. There there are the media members are disagreeing with one another over and over whether or not Jordan Watkins is a take for Kentucky or not a take. You kind of got the party started. Yeah, let's well, stir it up. I guess maybe Lackford technically got the party started. But yeah. I heard uh, – I was listening for a bit 8.40 yesterday. They mentioned you. Oh. Uh, they said Nick Roush. They didn't mention Kentucky Roll Call, weirdly enough. They did mm. say uh, KentuckySportsRadio.com. Really? Yeah, which is – we'll work on that. I'll, I'll talk to my people over at 8.40 okay. and get that okay, figured good. out. Uh, heard other stations mention you and say Nick Roush is saying that he will go to Kentucky, but there is also some folks that don't think that he will be going to Kentucky. Jordan Watkins, the L transfer – who just a few days ago played against Kentucky, uh, was a one-time Kentucky commit. There's a interesting pass there between Jordan Watkins and Kentucky for a variety of reasons. Roush, where do things stand today? Man, that's like uh, I, I love the I, I love where this is starting because I I felt like yesterday I got an onslaught of information and I just don't know how things fall in the pecking order. Um, I don't know first my understanding is it's a it's a wait and see kind of game. If he's willing to wait and see, then maybe it happens. If not, then maybe not. Um I did see him wearing a Louisville shirt yesterday. Take that for what you will. You saw him yesterday? I saw I saw Jordan Watkins yesterday. Where did you see Jordan Watkins? At uh Hoops. What was going on at Hoops? Uh Louisville was playing a basketball game and uh I, I ran into some friends there. And uh, I ran into Keontae Goodwin. He was on his. Uh, he he was hanging out there. Vince Merrill was up there. They were having their uh, visit last night. They're in. They're in home. They're in home at Hoops because it's right down the road from the gym. You know? So you crashed. This is so interesting. <laughs> you didn't just go up to Hoops by chance, and those folks be up there. No, I'm. I'm talked to those people. I said, hey, come on up. So here. there was a big party up at Hoops. Kind of, yeah. There's always big parties up at Hoops. So this is interesting because if there's somebody that would seem to have a a pulse of the situation, it'd be the guy who was partying with a bunch of 16-year-olds up at a bar yesterday. What's the latest? Well, okay, okay, TJ. You're taking this uh, a bunch of different ways. 17-year-olds, I'm sorry. Yeah, and and, and also... I, well, Jordan Watkins probably 19. Yeah, and he came a little bit later. I wasn't there for the whole time, you know. Um, I so kind of Jordan Watkins late. goes up to a place where Vince and Goodwin are hanging out. Well, they, they Vince had already left at that point. Okay. So, you know, um, it, and, uh, but, like, all those aspirations, guys, like, they're all close with one another. So, um yeah, just got to get the lay of the land. But I'm not going to, like, pry into stuff. I'm not going to be a jerk about things. Um, it, it Essentially, the lay of the land, as we see, is Watkins is just he's, – he's, he's being recruited right now. 
So that's kind of where things stand. I think for a lot of it, as I mentioned yesterday, is that uh, Kentucky is th- – th- there's the rule, the transfer portal rule where you get exceptions down the road. And I think for a lot of stuff, you have to let the cake bake in the portal. Um, timing is everything in this. And I don't know if Kentucky – if the timing's right for Kentucky to take Watkins. I think Watkins was the first one to jump into the portal for Louisville. Um, there's probably going to be a lot more, but they just didn't want to do it right away. The fascinating, the one thing hmm. I will say that I learned from Jordan yesterday that just fascinates me: Louisville's already practicing for their bowl game today. Scott Satterfield, dude, you're an idiot, man. Like, what are you doing? You just played 12 games. You're not gonna. You don't even know who you're gonna play again. You give your kids two days off after they get shellacked by their rival. That's just dumb. Dumb. Well, what like is it just like workouts? No, stuff they, like- pra- they practice today. <laughs> Isn't there a rule on how many practices you get for bowls? Yeah, 15. So they're just – well, but they're going to play before Christmas, though. That's true. That's true. So their bowl games so they will probably, be a little bit earlier. Right, right, right. But it still is just kind of silly. Well, I mean, and another thing is if you're saying that, it's probably because you heard some other folks talk about how dumb it is to do that. So if it's unpopular opinion amongst people near, around, or potentially in or were in the program – uh, then if they don't like it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. And I'm if just players saying, want a little bit more of a break. You probably should give them a little bit more of a unless break. you're a Mac school that's going to be playing your bowl game as soon as Army Navy's over with. You give the kids a week off. It's yeah. just silly. So, uh, yeah, program. You know, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to be spilling sour grapes because who knows? Watkins. I, I know that's uh, something people are playing out too. Like, what if Tyree gets rid of Satterfield this week and Jeff comes to Louisville? Maybe Jordan Watkins goes back to you know. So there's a lot of moving parts. I think right now, as far as transfer portal, you wait it out. Um, it, it was it was funny though. I, I missed this, but apparently, the owner of the Hoops Bar is a member of the U of L message board community and posted that. Oh man, my Vince Merrill and Keontae are up at my bar right now. And whenever they were like, "Hey, we're right here. You can just come talk to us if you want to." And there was a I don't want to say a spat. What? Means, this is but all there was a like it was very bizarre. You can read about it all over on the 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 U of L message board. I don't have access to it. Um, I was just this was all through the grapevine kind of stuff. But it was a weird. It was a bizarre uh, recruiting visit. Let's just say that. Um, so yeah, uh, I I don't have the details in front of me, but very very odd uh, odd night. So there there's some drama. It just never ends in the South End, huh? No. Well, and it also shows too, like where Louisville fans are, that they're just upset that like, oh my, can you believe these recruits are coming up to my bar? These UK guys. It's like, yeah, shouldn't you like want to like? I gotta find be nice I, to them. I still don't know that I understand why they were in Louisville. Because that's they like work out. That's where the, they're from Louisville. Oh, okay. So they were working at right. Right now okay. we're at the part of the year where ever all the coaches go to do in home visits. Now typically it's actually in somebody's home, but you know Keontae's different. Like mm-hmm. his home basically is the gym with Chris. He lives with Chris, um, and so they do the visit up there. Hoops is right down the street. They're going to go eat dinner after they work out and do the whole rigmarole. I need to find the details of this thread. I'm working. I'm I'm having. I'm I'm curious if it's still up or not, but there was multiple comments, and to the point that like after they went and talked to him, and the guy still seemed upset. Like he went back on the message board and kept posting about them, which is just very. It was just very odd. 
Very odd. Oh, this just seems this. I gotta, I gotta see that. It is super odd. Cause like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Louisville folks have lost their minds. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it was, it was just, a, it was very odd. Um, I, I did not anticipate that when I, I showed up to to say hey to Keontae, see how he's doing. Um, for, I know a lot of people are very worried about Keontae because he's taking an official visit to Michigan State next weekend. Don't like. Keontae is going to be a Kentucky football player next year. Be here in January. Just don't don't worry about Keontae Goodwin going anywhere else. Just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Um, what about Jordan Watkins? Is he going to be at UK if you had to guess? Uh, eh. I would say it's like 50-50. And if the longer this plays out, the better the chance he ends up at UK. Um, but I've heard, you know, there's the mystery portal guy. So... I think I think mystery portal guy gets precedent over Jordan right now is kind of my understanding. Um, so now, like How, said, what does Jordan think about that? I, I like I said, I didn't really pry with him yesterday. Okay, I mean, I, I wasn't going to be a jerk. I'm just going to kind of. I don't think that's being a jerk. Yeah, but I also don't like being a reporter. You know, like you are literally a reporter. But like Mister, like pressing him with uh, 99 questions, that sort of thing. I know, you know, but there's there's a there's a cadence to you, it. No, there's there's only one question you would have needed to ask, Nick. Say something along the lines of, "Yeah, you no, know, hey, that beatdown on Saturday must not have been a lot of fun for you. Any thought about coming to the good side?" That's it. I don't that's know it. if that's actually the the way to go about it. <laughs> it's how I'd go about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I will say there was an interesting development in the portal yesterday. I was told a few weeks ago that there was some very disgruntled members of the Florida football team, and a lot of them really like the University of Kentucky. And uh, one of those players entered the transfer portal yesterday, and that's uh, defensive end slash outside linebacker Chris Bogle. He was a top 50 player in the 2019 recruiting class. Uh, he went to school with Nick Scalzo and Nick Ogenovich. Um and what's funny about Chris Bogle is Kentucky right now, they only had three outside linebackers for most of the year. They had J.J. Weaver, Jordan Wright, and um, Katie McDaniel. Okay. So Wright's kind of hurt. Weaver's coming back from injury. They played basically a, a nickel the entire year because they didn't have more outside linebackers. So to get more, they're kind of rolling their dice on, all right, we've got to get one of these kids from Fort Lauderdale. Whether we get Jordan Wright to return, that's an option. Maybe he's an option in addition to these guys, but we could get Chris Bogle to transfer from Florida, or we've got a guy uh, by the name of R. Thomas Mason, or no, R. Mason Thomas. I get a... Sounds like a Civil War soldier. uh, Yeah, R. Mason Thomas. He is a 2022 defensive end that's like a top 200 player, uh, top 225-ish, and... He's currently committed to Iowa State, but Kentucky offered him. Oh, yeah, Kentucky's been on him for a little bit. Yeah, they've been on him like the last two months Mm -hmm. or so. And what was funny is like the main Iowa State guy flipped his prediction to Kentucky and then flipped it back to Iowa State, but was like, it's only a one confidence. So, like. Basically saying, I don't know what he's going to do. Right, right. So you have three Fort Lauderdale guys that can be future edges in the program. Which one are they going to get? I don't know. Maybe they get two of those guys in addition to Tyrese Fearbury and um, uh, Keaton Wade, who's going to be uh, playing in the All-American game uh, next month. So Kentucky invested in the edge. I think there's a lot of balls up in the air right now. 
Um, so I, th- that that was an interesting development yesterday as well. Lot going on with the portal with recruiting, and I know Jordan White writes Instagram the other day had some folks curious about if that was a hint. Uh, somebody asked if he'd be back next year, and he was playing the song on to the next one, and people didn't know if that meant on to the next year or if it meant like on to the next school. Um, I would expect it would be kind of weird, I would think, if he didn't come back. But I guess that's a decision that he'll make with his family and people right, close right. to him. So, uh, all right, I'd, I really want to want to get some more info in uh, into this message board drama. I wonder. I wonder if they just took it down. Who knows? It just seems like a weird business strategy. Right. Like uh, Keontae joked, like if. The difference between Louisville and Lexington is like in Lexington, somebody would try to pay for your meal, and you'd be like, "No, we can't." And then the waitress just gets a big tip. <laughs> like Louisville, they're like, "What are you doing at my restaurant?" Like weird, very weird. You got people tagging boosters to give them more money. Did you hear the Fire Satterfield rap that another radio station played? Oh, there was a Fire Satterfield rap. Yeah, we may have to play it. People, people are um, they're kind of losing it. No, oh, they've they've lost it. They've lost. I think this is just like they probably lost it several years ago, really. Mm-hmm. And then this is just like more fallout. This is more of a sign that like it's just uh, it's a complete and and, and total disaster. There, I've, there, there's a little part of me that feels bad. Yeah, because you. It was fun last week when they had hope, and then they go and they get their teeth kicked in in basketball. That was embarrassing. I just think if they just would have done more of the humility thing many years ago, they wouldn't maybe be in this spot. But they'd only know one way. And I think some are starting to just basically like wave the white flag and put they just need to put their guard down and realize like they are kind of a laughing stock and they need to do everything they can to try to rebuild it. Mingus's Twitter thread yesterday was a step in the right direction. Yeah. Like it was a good like that's a good it's summary like a good of like acknowledgement of didn't even touch on the basketball stuff, mind right, you. Right. But for the football stuff it is a good reminder that like, oh yeah. Huh. We really have been through it, haven't we? With some good times, mind you. Yeah, yeah. No, they had some. They had some fun times. Um, oh man, I, a lot of we laughs. Do, do have some bad news though. Some more bad news from Louisville. Tom Jurich isn't getting the athletics director job at Miami. No. Yeah. He was supposedly really close. I know some people that know some people, and yeah, uh, like three different meetings, interviews. You know how those things kind of go sometimes. But they, but there's also the people who are like, oh, this was never going to happen. And it's like, well, I think it was closer than folks thought. But it would have been just wonderful to get the band back together. Gosh, if you get if you had Tyree at Miami, it would have been just would have really been a kick in the teeth for UofL fans, having to go against him multiple times a year in every sport. Yeah, Yeah, George at Miami. And, like, he made the U is all of a sudden back, and he's just rubbing in their face. If you were, like, if they're supposedly George, like, it'd have to be a really pretty special job to get him to come out of retirement, and supposedly the Miami job was one that he was interested in. Uh, that's news to me, though, that they're going to go in a different direction, and, and I don't know if that, that was Church um, is doing or on Miami's doing. Or it was a Rick Bozich thing that I had to. I saw uh, Ralph Russo from the AP quote tweet it, and I'm blocked from Rick, so I had to, you know, do my work around. Why would he it. still? Wouldn't you just go up to him when you see him out and be like, "Hey, why are you, why are you still blocking me? What's your deal?" I, I I don't see him very often. Really? No. I figure like at he least... goes to like one UK football game a year in the UK gotcha. UVL game. He's busy covering two in Indiana teams. 
165 years old. How many I, conference I games of... did IU end up with? In zero. The big... Wait, no, really. How many? Zero. No, certainly they had to get one. one well, like, had to, right. zero, zero and nine. Oh. I mean, I don't even know that you can try and do that. So would you say your name's Owen? Owen. Owen nine. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> and will you play this song? I will. Yeah, you want me to play it right now? Uh, yeah, and then All we'll go right. to... We'll just, Play it, play it, and then take us to a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call. This is a U of L Fire Satterfield song um, that was wrapped on air yesterday. Gotta do it now. Ain't got time to waste, bruh. What you waiting for? You gotta get it done. Satterfield. Run off everyone. You gotta do it, bruh. We can't do it. Vince, get to it. Brahms poaching now. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Oh, you may feel like nothing now, but look on the bright side. You used to be something, and nobody can ever take that away from you. Found the thread that Roush referenced, but it, it it is on Rivals. It's it is premium, but it's a it's a long one. Is it multiple pages? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Multiple pages, and you can only see like the very beginning preview, and it says, "I'm the owners of Hoops Grill and Sports Bar," and oh, what a cliffhanger! And then, and then it cuts off. Oh, what a cliffhanger! And then his 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 message board name is Hoops Troops. You think it's almost a, like Stoops I don't know, Troops. You think you'd be a Stoops fan? Yeah. You would think. We uh we got a lot more recruiting news though, TJ. I got to share. Um, keep him, keep him coming. Was on the road yesterday, hanging out with DeCarlos Nicholson, the JUCO cornerback. Big time secondary. Uh, part big time. Future of the secondary. I know Kentucky's really excited about him. Yes, yes. And uh, the Mississippi schools, he's a Mississippi kid. Or I think he's from Georgia, went to Mississippi Juco. Um, and we know our Mississippi State's and our Ole Miss love their Mississippi Juco kids. So very important to keep him in the fold. Stoops was there yesterday. I'm sure he'll be back on the road again today seeing some top dogs. Um, but there, there's one other cornerback that's in the transfer portal to keep your your na- your, your your ears low on, and that's um, – Alabama, former Alabama quarterback Marcus Banks. Didn't play a lot in his three years there, but he's got the the measurables, if you will. The kind of 6'3", former four-star recruit, yada, yada, yada. So um, that's one. Yada, to, yada. If, if TJ's keeping his ears low, what are you doing? How do you keep? Ooh, it's tough. Keep an eye out? Yeah. I d- well, if I lay my head on the ground, I can feel the vibrations. <laughs> like a snake? Like an elephant. Yeah. Take my tongue out. Uh, <laughs> Um, I've also uh, on the deep as far as defensive linemen go uh, last night Quintel Jones tweeted out that he'll be officially visiting Kentucky I I forget if it's this weekend or next but I get the sense that Kentucky is trying to get Deion Walker the four star six foot five 340 pound kid from Detroit 
And if they don't get Deion Walker, then they're going to tra- – then Quintel Jones, this kid from Georgia, who's really between Auburn and Kentucky, that's kind of their backup plan, if you will. I don't know if they're going to be able to get both or not. Um, and that So that's one other kind of uh, person to, to watch over the coming weeks. He'll be visiting – where did I have it? Where did I have it? Ah, soon. Sometime soon. Uh we had the receiver commit too. Jordan Anthony announced that he is going to be officially visiting this weekend. So hanging out with uh, Summerall and I think Stoops on Thursday, which is today. So yeah, I think it's Summerall and Stoops. And then officially visiting this weekend. Quick turnaround there to keep the speedster from Mississippi committed to the Cats. Okay, there you have it. Some recruiting updates. Yeah, Quintel Jones is officially visiting this weekend. So there you go. Boom. Uh, and I think the final, uh, there's two more, too. Two more. We'll go offensive tackle. Why not, you know? Keep them coming. Marcus Freeman is staying at Notre Dame. And it sounds like most of the Notre Dame staff is. Brian Kelly was trying to bring some guys with him. They were just like, eh, we're good. We're good. Uh, and hmm. Hmm. now Freeman has been promoted to head coach. I think that hmm. kind of – We need to talk about that, too. I think that kind of says Emil Wagner's probably going to stay. Yeah. So that kind of limits your options there. Um, Drew Bobo, one thing I learned yesterday, too. Um, so he was a guy that – his dad, Mike Bobo, worked with Eric Wolford at South Carolina in 2020. Bobo planned on staying there to be their offensive coordinator for Shane Beamer. Harson hires Bobo to be Auburn's offensive coordinator, then fires him after a year. So, in the, his kid's recruitment, his son's a four-star offensive tackle. It was, okay, you can play at Georgia you can, you can, with Kirby, my old pal. You can play for me at Auburn, or you can play for a good buddy of mine who is a really good offensive line coach at Kentucky. Now that he's fired... Auburn's probably off the table, and now it's Georgia or Kentucky. If Georgia wants him, they're probably going to get him. Ooh. Because here's a fun little thing that Kirby Smart can do. Kirby can hire Bobo to be a quality control coach. His son can go to school for free as a university employee, and they won't have to use a scholarship on him. That's a sneaky little workaround. Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I that's why I'm not confident that Bobo's going to end up in Kentucky. But um, Jalen Farmer is, I, I don't want to say the backup, but that's the other guy that uh, UK's working on, Eric Wolford's working on. Um, and uh, he committed to Florida. Uh, Florida for, former Florida commit that uh, is kind of, you know, his stuff's up in the air now that they've had a coaching change. Seems like it'd be very hard to predict how all this finishes. Yes, there's a lot kind of up in the air. Uh, next weekend's the big weekend. It's the final uh, weekend of visits before signing day. Um, and I think they're going to be pushing some kids hard for commitments then. You know, whoever's on, that's that's when you kind of make your final push. Put the squeeze on them. You get them to the Jeff Rubies. You order the, the cowboy. Mm. You get the UK blue cake dessert. And you say, here, here you go. This, this is where you want to be, right? And then you eat it, you order another steak, and then you get some shrimp on the barbie, and then say, let's do it. We've got our big fancy work dinner this weekend. Ooh. All around the office all week, people just ask, what, what, what are you ordering? What are you getting? 
one of the newbies in the office is like, why to one of the other guys, like, why do you keep asking everybody what they're getting? It's Tuesday. Nobody knows what they're going to be getting to eat. And I was like, yeah, you go to this place, you know what you're getting. It's also you, like are fun you, you, fodder. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you, you've got like, you've got your final three. You've, we're thinking, I'm thinking about it. I've been so, thinking about uh, it all week. But yeah, that's, that's, that's where, that's, that, Ruby's is a good place to, to have a nice, nice celebratory meal, whether it's recruiting or after a great year of appraising. Uh, speak for yourself at appraising. Either or. <laughs> Good place to go celebrate. Text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, and don't forget to pop by Thornton's in your way to the office today. You don't want to wait till you're completely on E anyway, so may as well stop in before work today. You won't have to go get gas at lunch. You won't have to go after work. You can head straight where you're going, head straight home. And then when you go get gas this morning, use it as an excuse to pop in, get yourself a little donut. Roush brought in some wide willies today. Yep. Long John's, Wide Willies, whatever you want to call them, they're great. They're huge. I enjoyed mine because I woke up famished, uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you all will enjoy some as well. Yeah. They, uh, If you didn't see the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page yesterday, we, we posted a picture of the of the the donuts that they're working with, the Thorntons, and those things are massive. So yeah, yeah, they don't mess around. Pop on by, and then when you're there, also send us a text message, 502-414-1450. Let us know what you're thinking, what's on your mind. Roush, you briefly mentioned this, but Marcus Freeman mm-hmm. officially promoted to head coach at Notre Dame, and this is who the players and people around Notre Dame wanted. It's not really for me to tell them not to be happy. If they're happy, they're happy, I suppose. But this dude in the year 2020 was the defensive coordinator for Cincinnati. Yeah. And now he's the head coach at Notre Dame. Yeah. I just said I don't think it's going to end up being a great hire. Oh, I think it is. That's fine. The time will tell. There's nothing but – if you would, if they would, have, he, he, if he, Notre he, Dame would have hired Cincinnati's defensive coordinator to be the head coach, everybody'd scratch their head and be like, "What? Why are they doing yeah, that?" This one's different though. It's different because he's in the program for a year. No, no, no. But like, he was going to get a big job. Like, he could have gotten a big, he could have gotten a Power Five job, head coaching job last year. Like, he's been a very popular candidate for a while for head coaching job. It's not like this dude just came out of nowhere. Yeah, he wasn't going to be getting the Notre Dame job coming out of Cincinnati. He wasn't going to get a job that caliber. Notre Dame's a top ten job. Yeah, but he would have gotten. He could have gotten an SEC job. Not, not a top ten. Like job. He could have gotten like South Carolina, probably without not going a, anywhere else. South Carolina. I know it's not a top ten job, but I, I mean, this is. It doesn't surprise me. I think he's gonna do well there. His recruiting stuff is really, I think, what helps, and the fact that there's continuity. It sounds like everybody's gonna stay on staff, including Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator that they like so much up there. So. um that may, I think it makes sense whenever you were kind of blindsided for, as Notre Dame was. Seems a little bit like an emotional hire, the one that rocks the keeps the waters the calmest after surprise, if you will. I don't know in the long run if that will be determined to be the uh, the best the best hire. Right. According to the AP, though, first African American to be hired at Notre Dame. Did Poor they Ty, really say that? They did. God. Poor Ty Willingham. Okay, that was recent too. Not long, no, not long. It was not that long ago at all. Yeah, and he had a really good like three, two years. No, I think it was just like uh, two months, like two months of a season. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, look what Ty Willingham's doing here. Uh, But I will say, so I was listening to Andy Staples talk about some of this. It is such a crapshoot with all these. Like a lot of it's just rolling the dice. 
Like Dabo Swinney was underqualified when he was a wide receivers coach. Oh, I totally, I do totally agree you know? with that. Yeah. So like he could end up. I mean, Stoops was kind of like a who has you know who has yeah. any idea. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a um, you're kind of rolling the dice here, but I think in the intermediate, the way he had been recruited, that's what's kind of weird is that in all of this, Brian Kelly needs to leave to go win a title. He actually had been recruiting better than he'd ever been recruiting before. So, who knows? Maybe Marcus Freeman keeps the the boat afloat. And What if they end up winning a title? Wouldn't that be crazy? Would be crazy. They, they, we could be getting um, expansion stuff soon. Have you seen Ross Dellinger tweeting out pictures from hotels? <laughs> no, I've not seen that. But oh. I've, I've seen uh, – th- these people just seem like they have a life. They have these meetings that I don't know how long they really last, but they don't ever – finalize anything nope. and then they just wait till their next meeting where they'll all meet again i'm sure eat awesome dinners get oh. hammered have fun yeah the uh the the Such what the, they were what they were eating it was like short ribs and Ooh, uh yum. mashed potatoes and something else he was tweeting out the meal good catered meal you know <laughs> it's just it's so silly you're right uh, like also, just yeah so now the hiccup is they know they want to expand. They want to do it sooner rather than later. The the latest hiccup that they have to meet again in January to figure out is do Power 5 conferences get an automatic bid to this new expanded playoff? And I'm of the mindset if you're the SEC, if you're the SEC, you're probably saying no. You probably have the SEC and maybe Big Ten say, eh, this year would we want Pittsburgh or Wake Forest automatically being in? Right. In the in the Pac-12, I guess you know Oregon. You can make a case for, but who who? What's the Pac-12 championship game? Oregon versus Utah, I believe. You okay? So like, would you want Utah in if they win the Pac-12? So the I get why some of these big conferences may not want it. I would just say to concede this point. Well, I mean, and how if many? You, if, if just an easier team mm-hmm. to beat, if that's you know, I would just concede this point if I were one of the big conferences. Well, and how many times is the expanded playoff going to play out, and you get say a Utah or a Pittsburgh, and they just get walloped? I mean, it, it's going to happen. Going to happen all the time. Year. It's going to happen yeah. all the time. And if I, I, I would take that as a positive yeah. if I'm one of the big conferences. Yes, it may keep one of your teams out and whatever that could be annoying. But you don't get made but, fun of on the internet. But your for... your team getting in is going to have easier games to win a national championship. So I would just do it. I'd say, all right, is that what you all want? Fine, we'll do it. And I would even throw a bone to the group of five. I'd say we're giving five we're giving six automatic bids. If the playoffs is going to be twelve teams or wherever they're going to go to, we're going to give out six automatic, one of the power five the top-ranked group of five, and then the rest will be at large. And I guarantee you the the cream will rise to the crop. I don't think you're going to have like a Cinderella group of five story. But that's fine. If you want to well, let them have their seat at the table so they can get walloped each and every year, let's do that. I'm it, cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that as well. I think the, um, I, I think the part that when I think of the downside to this, like it, it would be silly if you have to be a conference champion to get a bye because there are plenty of times when one of the four best teams is not a conference champion. Um, this year, how many teams that aren't conference champions do you think would deserve to be in a playoff? Like, it, well, it depends how many teams the playoffs. If it was at twelve, you would probably say like. Getting more than six at-large bids would seem kind of silly. Like, eventually you need to just take the conference champions in a group of five school. So, yeah, I I think that's perfectly fine. And also, if you are suspicious or 
believe there could be ulterior motives, which there certainly could be, then you're taking less decision-making out of the playoff committee. If six automatic teams have to make up half the field, then if you don't trust these goobers, at least you're only trusting them to have to figure out the next six best after, if they go to 12, which I think they should. I think that's a good number. Give a bye to some on-campus games for the first round. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be really entertaining. Especially the the games on campus. That that needs to happen. I, I hope they don't become beholden to the bowl games. What do you think will I, – I, it sounds like they aren't going to do that. It sounds like they're on board with on-campus games for the first round, which really would just be a special special sight in sports. But I'm wondering, one, when we could expect this to happen. How long would we have to wait? And secondly – That's really all I got right now. Yeah, I don't know either. Kind of like I always assume that Texas and Oklahoma would be coming to the SEC sooner rather than later. With the Big 12 announced its conference schedule yesterday with Texas and Oklahoma in it. Now, you can announce schedules all you want and then change them later. That's what the SEC did. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm – those are the big off-season storylines that we're all kind of just sitting here waiting around for what I think is funny and just to kind of go back to the coaching carousel and kind of where we are with the chaotic offseason it started like if you if you want to get mad about coaches making too much money it kind of started because of Oklahoma and Texas making the move over money to make more money and then the big salaries shout out to Mel Tucker when he got his 95 million dollar deal all the other coaches were like Phew. He's getting that in year two. Like, come on, I I need a hundred million dollar deal too. Yeah, and that's kind of sounds like. Uh, so somebody say that the moral of the story is when you see somebody else get a hundred million dollar deal and you're an athletic director, go check in on your coach at the time and make sure everything's okay. And that kind of sounds the way that Stoops put it. He said, you know, we talked to Mitch a couple weeks ago to kind of sort things out. Kind of sounds like that's what they did. So uh, Kentucky on the right track. We mentioned it yesterday. Mark Stoops here to stay. Uh, I've got a. You all are great, fine people, but a lot of non-listeners really showed their faces yesterday because they were shocked when I said it's time to build the Mark Stoops statue. Yes, we've been. I mean, how long have we been building that statue here? Months, years. For, for KentuckySportsRadio.com standards, not a good Photoshop. The, well, the but, statue should have been ginormous. Yeah, yeah, like six. Part feet. of it, part of it was gold, and part of it just wasn't gold. Yeah, it's like yeah. his career so far. Oh, you could grow up. Justin. I, no, I just meant that. I mean, the beginning part wasn't gold. Right. The now it's part was now a it's all the now it's all a little khaki. Justin now it's all gold. I will say it is. Uh, I kind of like the cartoonish element too, because that's like that's got to be. I'm not inept at. I'm not good at Photoshop. I didn't do this, <laughs> so I was just like, ah, it looks good enough for me. Like I kind of like the uh, cartoonish <laughs> element of. It Looks like a Mark Soup's trophy placed outside of Kroger Field. Like this oh, is like, like the on Mark top Sh- of the this that's is like a I Mark thought, Stoops yeah. Memorial Award mm-hmm. or something like that, uh, which I would be a sweet trophy. I'd love to have that in the studio. Like did somebody ask, is that a little... butter sculpture? And I can just imagine the Wisconsin State Fair oh, doing yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> Mark Stoops. Yeah, this thing needs to be like the Colossus for you know. We, yeah, we, yeah. We, we've talked about this. It needs to be absolutely ginormous. Yeah, it needs to be huge. And it it again, you don't use this use this as a bargaining chip. So like. 
Actually, now that he's already signed back in, maybe we put the statue on pause for a little bit. The next time he's flirting with somebody, bring out the statue. Don't don't like announce that it's ready to like you're gonna do it. Just have it like waiting in his office. And what's nice is this is just a rough draft. Wait until we really start to. Mm. Church it up a little bit there. Yeah. But next time there's some flirtation or something like that, be like, hey, Mark, we need you to go outside Section 3 if you don't mind. I think uh, uh, Recruit's waiting for you out there. And then, boom, 76-foot Mark Soup statue. <laughs> it's like uh, – He's going to leave if that's out there, a 76-foot statue of the dude? Nope. No chance. He ain't no going nowhere. Chance. And then, like, you could have every player write, like, a paragraph about what he means to him, and you can engrave it on the side of the statue or something like that. It'd be awesome. Ooh. It'd be great. He's not so we've you, got him for now, so we can put the get the statue built, but we put yeah. it under like a blanket until we're ready to. Pull I, I up. learned a lot about the Statue of Liberty. Took him a while to figure out how to do that. So you I've, know, I've, just I've read about that. Yeah, it's more of a funding issue. Yeah, that was actually kind of a funny story. France was like, "We want to give you a gift," and it's a gift, but you've got to pay for but it. You're going to have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to pay for it. America's like. We'll take a gift, but we're not going to pay for it. And they're like, no, this is a sweet gift. You're going to want it, it so get the money for it. It was kind of crazy that it was just like some dudes in France. Yeah, it was. Like It wasn't, it wasn't ju- like the French government. No, they were yeah. like, you think we're just going to pay money to give a statue to another country? Like, why would we do that? Pretty fascinating. And then they tried to go to the, the United States, tried to go to the government to get some money. They needed to just be able to like ship it and then find a place for it and then put it all together. Apparently, building the little pedestal yes. was as much and more as difficult as building the statue yes and events like the government i think kicked in like a little bit of money but they were like you're just gonna have to get people to donate money so they went to the american people and they were like france has given us this gift damn it <laughs> and what kind of americans are we if we're not gonna accept it so they eventually got enough what money. was cool justin is to raise money they used to have like dinners inside the half-built statue so you would just mm. be in like lady liberty's head or <laughs> in like like here, like to go to some fancy cocktail dinner, and you'd pay, you know, hundred dollars or whatever it was, and uh, that was how they raised money. They also made it like a museum before it was put up. They're like, "Yep, pay five bucks, and you can go climb around this giant statue." It's true. Never knew I would learn so much about the Statue of Liberty. Uh, you got a couple... Have you ever seen the Statue of Liberty? Not up close. No. Neither. I've obviously seen pictures. Yeah. Have you been <laughs> to New York City? No. I've been. Ne- to, I've been to upstate New York. You never nah. been to the Windy City? No. Me neither. <laughs> you ever been to Newark, New Jersey? Nope. Nope. It's nice this time of year. Real nice. That's what I've heard. You yeah. can sports bet there. They lit the uh, big stat- the big Christmas tree last night. In I New saw York? Today Show tweeting all about it this morning. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Which I don't know why I follow the Today Show. I either follow the Today Show or Hoda Copy, one or the other. Hopefully I- it's the Today Show. Can't stand Hoda. You don't like Hoda? No. Oh, Hoda's. Hoda's I don't know uh, what it is about her. She's just. Is it just it's it, one of those faces. Oh, Hoda's great. Hoda's Spe- great. Speaking of one of those faces, shout out to Tom Crean. <laughs> oh God! What do you do? They he beat was... Penny in Memphis. Oh, that was who Memphis was losing to. Yeah, Tom Crean. So I may I said on Twitter yesterday at half to, or like in the second half I said if Tom Crean and Georgia pulls this off because they were terrible. They were two and five so going bad. into that game. Two and five in the non-con uh, going into that Memphis game. Memphis ranked like 18th or whatever they are, and they beat them. Memphis has now dropped two straight games as 11 and a half point favorites. Iowa State and Georgia, both two teams predicted and projected to finish at the bottom of their conference. And now Memphis is in panic mode. Uh, you had a pretty funny quote. Oh, man, there's the quotes were just like, this is just 
Made me really Rich. happy to to see. Penny says, I'm really gutted from looking at this. We look like an AAU team. It looks really bad, and I don't really understand what these guys are even thinking. What? So just blame it all on the players, Penny. Also, like, Woo! we look like an AAU team. Buddy. You promised Amoni Bates a six foot nine dude he could play point guard. You, you very AAU ish. Yeah, you you did this. You're, yeah, you're you, building you, this like you built your AAU teams. Oh, it's good stuff Can all we? around. I'm sure they'll figure it out and get better. They've just got too much talent not to. But in the meantime, suck it, Memphis and Penny. This is hilarious. So I was recalling like all the teams that have lost this week, and so I started writing them down here. I got a little bored by me. Kentucky's had a really, really good week. You had Indiana and Duke lose on Tuesday. Memphis and U of L and Florida all lost last night. So every Kentucky rival lost this week, except for Tennessee, who played Presbyterian. Mm, they couldn't get them. No, nope. they won by like forty. Presbyterian. They uh, they tried that that no punt offense this year. Didn't win a game. Mm. Yeah, it's the Should exact opposite of Indiana. We tried the all punt offense. <laughs> Didn't uh, win a Big Ten game. Uh, another interesting, uh, Michigan just got blown out last night by UNC. North Carolina. Woof. Wolvel mentioned earlier. they. I guess they cut it to like 10 by the end, but that was not really close in the second half. Michigan State kind of just did whatever. Wolvel basketball better without Chris Mack? Some are saying. Many people are saying. Many people are saying. That was a really sloppy game. Really ugly game. U of L really don't think they're like a bad team, but they just are a complete cast of like average to good role players. And trying to see them try to figure out like who's going to step up and do something is always just it, it's going to. I think Louisville's the ACC's down. I think U of L will be a tournament team. I, I don't think that's so much even hot, and I, I don't mean that as a hot take, and I don't mean it as a slide either. I do think they'll get in the tournament. But I, I bet it, being a UVL fan, it's going to be a really frustrating team to watch. Mm-hmm. Only from the sense that like they are solid, but you're just missing a superstar. Right. Samuel Williamson, a member of the Super Six, zero points, zero or two rebounds. Excuse me. One assist, four turnovers, three fouls. Ugh. Ugly line. Elba Ellis is decent. Pretty pretty. He, he played well yesterday, um, but gosh, he'll watch the next game. He won't. He won't do as much. But twenty-two points in nineteen minutes for L. Ellis. I do think it maybe be fair to say, like, why couldn't we get him maybe twenty-nine minutes? <laughs> foul trouble, a little bit of an issue for him. But gotcha. Anytime you finish a game with three fouls, you could question why he wasn't playing more. Uh, why wasn't that number four or five? If you were so worried about foul trouble, but yeah, they they took one yesterday, and then uh, I guess the Big Ten's going to run away with this. ACC, SEC, or ACC Big Ten Challenge? Already has. What's the score? Um, I mean, I only know. If, I haven't looked at the standings, but it, it's at least 7-2 with the Louisville game. Huh. Hmm. That's all you need. That's half right there. Nice, nice. I did see uh, our, our guy Mark Pope had a bad loss last night. I saw that. He uh, Big Ten 8-6, so pretty close. Mm-hmm. But Mark Pope... Went back to his former school, took BYU back to Utah Valley, and then they went and got beat by 10 in overtime. That's all that. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, you just don't rivalry, like going little, back to your rivalry game, to your old school. and Rowdy losing. atmosphere. Yeah, you don't. It was a pretty rowdy atmosphere. I'll give him that. That looked fun out there. 
right, we're going to get to the Thornton's text line. A lot of great texts on here. Keep them coming in, 502-414-1450. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hour number two coming up next. Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Mark Stoops and Kentucky Roll Call. Just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. Appreciate everybody spending some time with us, listening, texting in. Joining us on the Facebook page, downloading our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All that fun stuff. Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. What are you oh, laughing about? Just at Board Geniuses. I don't know who runs this account, but they have uh I guess it's the twenty four seven boards is where I see most of the screenshots. Some of the things they share on there. Just Go on. Outrageous. Outrageous. Uh, yesterday's was um, from Virginia. VT Scoot, Virginia Techs. They really like their new coach. And having those snow jeans, this dude's got a hog. <laughs> what? It was on a message board. It's crazy. College football fans, you all are the best. It's are they crazy. the best? And the worst. Yeah. Best and the worst. It's, it's hilarious. That Brent Pry will be formally introduced at Virginia Tech today. Seems slightly underwhelming, but it is Virginia Tech. It is Virginia Tech. I, I think Virginia Tech can be a fine program. I think there's some parallels between Kentucky and Virginia Tech as football programs. Virginia Tech probably better history. Much more recent, you know. Um, uh, Bud Foster. We don't have Bud Foster, so that's the one. Would you trade? Well, dumb hypothetical. Save it for Wednesday. But Virginia Tech. I think they got a solid fan base. They're kind of in a place where they're like the biggest show in town sort of deal. They've got Inner Sandman, cool tradition. They got Mike Vick, very, cool player. Very cool. Yeah. And then you're by the, you know, you're by DC, Maryland, Virginia. Huh? DMV, Can baby. In the ACC. That's an easy, easy. That's an easy place to recruit. Yeah, and the ACC sucks and you're in the easy you're away from Clemson in you the also, ACC too, so. The, and your rival is Virginia. It doesn't get much easier than that. Right, right. Unless the, you're the, Kentucky. The biggest thing that they I didn't realize this. Justin Fuente just didn't recruit the state at all. 
you mentioned the DMV, but also the Newport News area, and like Hampton point? Roads. Like they have, there was a time, and it's one of those things where I have like kind of a distant cousin who's from that area, and just naming the like the basketball players and stuff from there. I, I know that's kind of separate, but like you know, Iverson's from there. Uh, I think Reddick, uh, Chris Paul, like they, there's a lot of talent in that new. New, New, Norfolk News kind of area. So uh, go recruit there. Should be pretty pretty simple to get a winner in the ACC. I agree with you. You know what is also pretty simple is downloading the Salsaritas app and getting a bunch of points whenever you go to Salsaritas. It's a great way to rack them up. You get rewards and free Salsaritas. Whenever TJ goes, he just is like, Here's my Salsarita. I would like to get some points. And they're like, you already have so many. Yeah, I'm going to see if the Salsarita app works at Jeff Ruby's this weekend. Oh, that's that. I'd be like, really can, you, uh, can you scan this, see how many points I get? You know what, though, Jeff Ruby's doesn't have is those wildly addictive chips. They sure don't. Can't top them. No, you can't. No, not even at a fine dining establishment like Jeff Ruby's because Salsaritas, it's the best. It's deliciously different. They got two locations on one. In Middletown? Yeah, Middletown, Shelbyville Road, and then one in St. Matthews and Hubbard's Lane. Get their catering for your holiday party. Make things easy on yourself. Have a good time with Salsaritas. Where'd you go? I went to call my insurance guy real quick. Who <laughs> really does just treat this job like his hotel job? <laughs> I I treat this job like, just like my hotel job, just like every other job. Like from seven to nine, yeah, this is my job. But I've got if something else comes up, I'm gonna have to go do it. I mean, if I step out for two or three minutes, the show doesn't fall apart. Uh, yeah, I can hear. It, only, I can hear if the stream drops. I can. But just hear imagine if, if we were like doing. We are technically doing the show live, and Correct. we do have a listening audience. Correct. If the listening audience could see us, and we were on a stage, <laughs> would you still just go step off? Absolutely. To the, if I needed to do that, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, no question. I love that. All right, good. I'm glad. As long as oh. you would be consistent with that, then <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. With absolutely. It. I have no issues whatsoever. All right, we've got some breaking news. Oh, oh. Breaking news. Oh. The ACC Coach of the Year votes are in. This is not good breaking news. Who cares? Scott Satterfield <laughs> received a vote. You got to keep him. He received one vote, yeah. Got to keep him. Wait, Dave Clawson, for Coach of the Year? Yeah. <laughs> is that a joke? He finished fourth in voting with one vote. Who cares? Not a big deal. Dave Clawson ran away with it. Yeah, but he got a vote. I mean, Dabo Sweeney got a vote. Who would have ever thought, like, best coach this year in the ACC? Dabo Sweeney. Got to keep him now. <laughs> who is, like, that just shows you, too, like, who are people voting for these awards if you're... <laughs> well, I'm going to give mine. To, I thought of all the coaches this year, who did the best job? Six and six, Scott Satterfield. I mean, who who could get a vote? Like, even the homerest of homers couldn't give Satterfield. So, like, I just I don't know who it would be. Did they think that little Louisville? They're like six wins, coach of the year. Thought they were going to get three. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to this Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter says. Just had a horrible flashback to Jimmy Dykes. How bad do you want it? How bad do you need it, era? Yeah. Oh, what was the... And we the, get a whole January, February, Tuesday a good night chunk games. of March uh. with him calling our games. What Yay. was the, um, the the fence? You got to guard your yard. That's what it was. got to guard your yard. You got to guard your yard hard. And I put a nail on the ground. And that's the yard you guard. And you guard it hard. <gasps> oh, Jimmy. Imagine like being, because he's definitely got some PE 
high school PE teacher vibes about him. Imagine like being stuck in his class, the enthusiasm he would have, and you're just trying to like sleep through the class. He's just bugging the bejesus. Out he's of terrible. <laughs> and then like him, no offense to Jim. Again, I'm sure he's a great guy. And rocking little heartbeat just swept the nation. Mm-hmm. But imagine him also being a coach, like when he was coaching Arkansas women's basketball, and you throw a turnover. Like the micromanaging of like, no, you don't want to throw that pass because the ball went out of bounds, and now they get the ball on the other end. Yeah, Jimmy, I get that. You didn't need to stop play for it, man. I understand. I messed up. <laughs> Texter says, I had three wide willies this morning. Wow. V- eh, v- versus. Versus had three long johns this morning. Either way, sounds pretty creepy. Hey, here's something you have to read twice. Is your Roush. Duke got beat last night. Suck it, revenge tour nerds. I have to read that text twice to I understand it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It was sent on a Wednesday, so we'll give the texter a benefit <laughs> of the doubt. We will. We will. Um, another texter says, Slipped on KRC to hear what Nick Roush thought about the game. After that, headed over to the KSR Football Podcast to hear his thoughts about the game. Once that's done, hop on 11 personnel to hear Nick Roush's thoughts about the game. Can't wait until later this week for the Depth Chart Podcast to hear Nick Roush's thoughts about the game. <laughs> Recording right after the show today. <laughs> How does that make you feel knowing that you're on like 13 different podcasts? He hates like it. Most, no, I'm the most popular podcaster in America. What if I told you Dugan, myself, Trevor, Scoot, we even had Mike Rutherford, Beers with Spears. We all kind of agreed you need a non-compete. It's KRC if you want to hear Roush's takes. You're out on everything else, buddy. Sorry. Dims are now oh, the rules. man. How much... Salsaritas and cornbread hemp is involved. And really need to sweeten the pot here. All you can eat. Oh, wow. All you can eat. Bofa. Thorns Donies, too? Bofa. Yep. Oh, wow. What's yep. Bofa? <laughs> <laughs> might have to. I might have to hop on. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Those are perks. For the for the few folks that did show us, I guess Spotify. I'm not a Spotify regular user. I, I just made the switch on my podcast to it. so uh, I'm going to, I guess, eventually. Because Apple, Apple does suck. So and bad. to the point, I just don't listen to as po- many podcasts anymore. Yeah, and I'm so always bad. a Pandora guy for music just because I've had my Pandora music account since like 2007 or eight. So. See, and I was early on getting Sp- like Spotify is better than Pandora. I can yeah. choose my own song. So good I, for you. you. I was at least early on my music. You chose right. I understand the appeal of Spotify, and it's great, and it's easy to use, and you can listen to Kentucky Roll Call there as well, which is which is phenomenal. But for the folks that did send us and just let us know that we were at the top of your podcasts and stuff like that, that was cool to see, and we appreciate it, and thanks for that, and thanks to everybody that listens. Um, I know a lot of folks listen live. Some folks can only listen on the podcast, whatever it is. We're, we're very appreciative for it. And Roush is very appreciative to you, Texter, for listening to him on 17 different platforms. Oh. I would love some candid opinions where if if somebody listens to that, like that texter, if you listen to Roush on all these different, where does KRC rank in the in the fold? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good question. I'm curious what people's pecking order is as well because I try to have differing takes on each one. You know, you don't you don't want to get people the same thing over and over. It's like uh, Parks and Rec, Tom Haverford's dating accounts. Who would you get? Tom in Hav- Haverford? That stands for nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely get the nerdy Roush on this show. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Oh, Dexter on the Thorns Text Line says, Justin, super happy to hear about your date because it sounds like it was a great time. Parting ways post the date definitely sounds like the right move because making moves after the first date may be pushing the limit. 
Plus, the combos are the absolute cannon diesel. The real question, do you plan on sliding into those cheeks for the next <laughs> day? <laughs> Killed the host of our show. Good job. Wife's well, all about shooting those shots. Whoa. Was a, was a great time. Well, did, are you going to answer, though? <laughs> I don't really know which part of this to answer. No, I'm not going to slide into those cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> on date two. Come on. Oh, man. We can put that in the intro. I've, I've got... No, I'm not sliding into those cheeks. <laughs> Nick, I've kind of gotten like you. I hate the word cheeks. You don't like the word cheeks? No, I'm not oh, a gosh. fan. Like, I used football season was cheeks. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> oh man, I could see too. I'd rather say ass. If we were on a, uh, <laughs> if, if if Douglas was producing, he just would be like, "What are they talking about? I should just dump this." Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just better safe than sorry in some regards. Also, but, Justin, how much were those two tequila shots you purchased? <laughs> Not trying to sound like a cheap skate and total loser, but I have a hard time buying shots at bars because it's a quick rip and down goes five ten bucks in a half a second. I only buy mixed drinks when I go to the bar. Agree or disagree, or am I complete and total dweeb? I, so gosh, uh, as we always state, haven't been to the bars forever. I hate shots, not a huge fan of shots. The only, I, I can't do consecutive shots. If it's like, all right, let's do a shot, cheers, and that's that, then I'm cool with that. But at a restaurant, I'd never just be like, all right, yeah, another round of shots. Ooh. Yeah, another round of shots. Yeah, another round you, of shots. You know what the exception is, TJ? Uh, let me hear it. The, no, no, the beer and a shot for five bucks. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for that. I'm sure it's like well whiskey or whatever, but oh, like God. all shots are shot. You know, like they go down hard. You just I always like those little of, deals. I don't partake in them very often, but it oh. always kind of cracks me up. Like, hey, the alcohol in the beer is not enough. Let's get you really cranked up with this shot. The uh, the thing I there's a place I go to, Justin, too, that has uh, hoops a brown bag special where it's it's a mystery. You don't know what shot you're gonna get or what beer you're gonna get, and might go up there on Sundays and. There have a few too many brown bags. These shots, by the way, sneak up on you. Fifteen a piece. Fifteen a piece. No way. The Crazy. shots were fifteen dollars yeah, a piece. They were. Gosh, that's why I told you we drank the best of the best. This is ridiculous. That wasn't even the highest priced tequila they had. The highest price, highest priced one they were out of. Thank God. It was like seventeen. What? Yeah. For a shot of liquor? One shot. And I'm. That no was almost no almost fence. half my bill no was fence. tequila. If I'm taking one of these shots, I better like be feeling like I'm better have a unicorn horn. Time traveling, yeah. Like I, I better, it, it better get me a buzz, unlike anything I've felt in my life. I mean, I arguably, it? arguably shouldn't have drove home. So yeah. Well, see, first off, that's what I was kind of getting at. Is that like if I'm ripping fifteen dollars shots, I'm blacking out. <laughs> like I am. Yeah. If I'm paying that much money for shots, because like the texter said, it does just last a split second. And then Justin adds the caveat, like he's just coming off the coming off earlier this show talking about totally in a scar, <laughs> sober. Oh, Justin, Justin, Justin. Gosh, scooter, scooter, scooter. Well, TJ, I was riding with you on the Michigan State Louisville under one thirty six and a half, and that was my friendly reminder of why I don't bet on college basketball. Was there a bad beat at the end? Well, some folks got it at one thirty seven. Some folks got it less. I only bet it. Well, no, nah, I didn't only bet it, but I bet it because the juice. I got it plus one hundred, but I got it plus one hundred at one thirty four, so I lost anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, 
gosh, it, it like the sloppiness of that game actually hurt the total. Oh, because it just led to so many like layups, dumb points. Yeah, yeah. It was just such like that you one think dunk a sloppy they had game, in the full court. You think a sloppy game, like oh okay, good, that's great for the under. But this sloppy game just led to so many easy baskets that, but it still came right down to the wire. Sorry, Texter. Uh, literally one thirty-seven. Always, always buy that hook. You got it at one thirty-seven, Justin. No, oh, I'm you're just, not betting. Anymore. I'm just saying that was the total. That's pretty brutal for one thirty-six. Yeah, I lost anyways, so I I feel you, Texter. I need to take a hiatus from over-unders. I, I've done it before. Um, maybe I'd do that. They're dangerous. They are. Yeah. They are. I don't really like anything tonight. Um, I'm going to tease the Cowboys down to three points just because I feel Gross. weird about this wait, game. Wait, Cowboys or Thursday Night Football? Cowboys at Saints. Oh, wow. And they're a four-and-a-half-point favorite, and I think the Cowboys cover that. Saints are horrible. Cowboys should win easily. But the Cowboys just. But I'm going to tease it down to a field goal just to make me, myself to feel a little safe. And I got it mi- minus one. That's a very scooter dingus. Minus one thirty five. Hey, Scoot, winning, Scoots winning, loves buying a point and a half. I oh, like yeah. buying points. I'm all right Same. with it. Winning, mo- winning some money is better than losing. Also, here's the thing: the juice is what the difference in like two bucks, maybe sometimes. Like unless you're betting a lot of money, the juice. Doesn't really change that much to the outcome of your potential winnings. Not a ton. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking twenty. Well, it depends how much you're betting, really. I guess I, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's chump change, chump change, small percentages, uh, big percentages of great listeners are texting in Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Penny loses to the worst team in the SEC. <laughs> Suck it, ten thousand penny. Man, ten thousand pennies. And the thing is. Like, what program wouldn't want what Penny has kind of done in terms of bringing in great players? And Buzz. So, so and Buzz, yeah. I'm not blaming him for any of that. But when you're asking for all the smoke and you're talking all this trash and you're saying how great everything's going to be, you're obviously going to get ripped when you lose to Tom Crean and a 2-5 and five Georgia team. So it comes with the territory. And uh, I hope it continues all season long. Tom Crean, too. That really just pours salt in the wound. Because it's Tom Crean. It's Clappy. He was wearing a hoodie on the sideline. <laughs> Which I kind of liked. <laughs> I did. I kind of liked. It was like one of those like good-fitting hoodies. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, you haven't been out of bed or you haven't been out of the house in four days sort of hoodie. He looked good. Maybe he looked good. He looked happy. Maybe he's trying to win the Indiana fans back. He saw Mike Woodson wearing one the other night. He said, i got to wear a hoodie. Ten new players for Georgia. <sighs> yeah, they lost everybody that was worth a fart, including Severe Wheeler, who's at Kentucky. Tom Crane, really short. I always <laughs> knew he was short, but then stood next to him down in Georgia. He's like, what, 5'7", five, 5'8"? Five, He's not much taller than me. Yeah, not much taller than you. That's saying something. Texture says, they call me Blue Collar Walker literally made me spit out my beer. I like that you're listening and drinking a beer. Yeah. And they do. They've always called me Blue Collar Walker. Must be a night listener. Must be. Or, you never know. Yeah. I thought Bull- she was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> I know Bull of These Beasts, he would, uh, we were like the soundtrack to his video game playing in the evening. So, Love that. Yeah. Listen to us while you're doing things. Scoots, I'm proud of you, my brother. Dating and stuff. Very cool. <laughs> but you're a heartbreaker. Have you brought the news to that nine piece that you won't give her the... Intimacy? <laughs> the meat and two veg? The intimacy. Good recovery. <laughs> the if she's a true nine, Chuck Nasty will be happy to clean it all up, pal. 
gonna I'm gonna wait. Wait, so Chuck, do we have people already? Chuck's hitting on Justin's girl. Chuck Nasty, Chuck Nasty, he hasn't been out in years. It's been a decade. And then he goes on one date. You're trying to slide in and steal a girl. Have some respect. At least give me three, four, maybe five dates. Last time Justin was on a date, IU was only like six or seven years removed from their last Final Four. Okay. That's actually true. (laughs) 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 It's not far off. Chuck Nasty, take it easy, all right? Let him and his date. If it doesn't work out and you, I'll I'll patch it through to you. Oh, man. (laughs) Nitpicker here. Both end zones of Kroger Field have Kentucky written on them. I wonder if they ever considered having Wildcats written on the opposite end zone. I think... Uh, they actually, before they settled on Kentucky in both end zones, it was just going to say no alcohol. <laughs> no, actually, it was Woodford Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, one just said no alcohol. The other was sponsored by Woodford. <laughs> <laughs> it, so before they went to turf, I remember vividly the kind of font of Kentucky, I think it said Kentucky and Wildcats, right? Or was it just Kentucky and both of them? Do you remember? Uh, I thought it said Kentucky and Wildcats. Yeah. I, I thought. I also remember going to games back when I was a kid, and I didn't understand how awesome it was. But I remember being like, man, that is one big K. It just goes from the 30 to the 30. Mm. That, K, that power K was just half the field. It was enormous. Trying to look at A this. beautiful monstrosity. The LSU game, it was Kentucky, Kentucky, both end zones. Maybe it's okay. always been Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah, maybe it has. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind it. I do think they need to update the turf frequently, though. Like, you don't want the – like, that. for example, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but, like, the faded Cardinal logo on their field on yeah. Saturday. Doesn't look good. No, no. Um, when uh, the, the stadium expansion was in 2015, so you figure that – the turf is probably good for what, eight years tops. Yeah, before you got to get a new generally one. Generally, be the lifespan of it. And then that doesn't really bother me a ton. But like in a perfect world, you'd have the same color blue all throughout the stadium. But like the end zone oh, blue versus yeah. the midfield logo blue versus the blue on the sidelines versus the blue up by the club's feet. Yeah, they do switch it, it up just, too much. It's just yeah. like, and I get the sun and the shadows and clouds and stuff like that. And how it looks on thing. TV, you and, know. It can all fade things differently and the way the light hits it and stuff like that. But the most, but the end zones versus the midfield logo are just completely different colors. And like they're not even really close to being the same color. Anyways, there's a field take. I don't really care. Just win. I don't care if the middle of the field was a big poop emoji. Just win. I uh, tried to listen to Mike Rutherford show on Tuesday, and wow, I thought Trevor's introduction music would never end. I tuned in to hear the big guy, because <laughs> he is hilarious, but I couldn't hear him at all as he whispered the whole show. <laughs> Anyways, I think it would be awesome for you all to get Mike and Trevor on the show for a Louisville hate weeks. Could be fun to have them on the week of the UK UFL basketball game. I mean, we did both those things. It worked well last week. So, yeah, yeah we got to get them back on for the basketball game. We will. Uh, they did not ask us on their show to preview the huh, game for football. It was interesting. But we would they love have to have more time the, to kill, too, with the three hours. Three hours, show. absolutely. Oh. Have the KRC boys on there. Uh, but we will have them on again basketball week. Make, make no mistake about it. Always fun hearing from them. And I. Again, basketball is a little different than football, Roush. Football, I was so confident about the UK UVL game just because teams wear down, size, depth, all that stuff matters so much. 
Basketball, obviously a different animal. Kentucky should wax them. Man. They're better at every position. Yeah. Every single position. Yeah. They should be able to. Well, but Moink Williams, though. Also, did you? They should be able to control the boards against them. They should be able to turn them over a little bit. It would it would just require U of L getting really really hot from outside, which they're not a great shooting team, to uh, to make things somewhat interesting. Did you uh, did you see Oscar's tweet last night? It's him and Severe Wheeler. They're both diving after a ball, and it says two of us chasing one girl. <laughs> Dude, how did Bob Huggins, like, you have to be a salty SOB to not like this guy. Is Bob Huggins the only person that didn't like Oscar Shibwe? I guess so. Goodness. Yeah, it just kind of goes to show. Grown grown adults at times. Be real poop heads. Just act silly. You get caught up in that stuff. Man. You really, really do. KRC, you get, oh, wait, no, I missed one. Uh... Memphis, suck it. Also a good reminder that winning on the road in the SEC is hard. They got a nice little arena, arena Stegman Coliseum. I'm sure it wasn't, like, rocking, but, yeah, you know. It's one thing that I will – like, Kentucky will lose some games this year, folks. They'll lose some – let's just remember that. Yep, let's not lose our minds. That being said, no need to lose to Georgia. They're no, horrible. No. Yeah, I can't – last year – I think of all of the dumb things about last year I'm going to remember – the Mississippi State SEC tournament, and then the Notre Dame at Rupp, and then at Georgia. Because you were up by, what, six with 30 seconds ago when you lost that game? So stupid. Mm-hmm. On a backdoor cut? That was rushing. On an inbounds play? Ugh. Hey, Dane Key was named the Paul Horning Award winner? Yeah, good for Dane. Did we mention that? Uh, we didn't. That's one of those very Vod in your box. He's always got the scoop on the Paul Horning Award. It's like uh, R- the, the, Louisville, the Louisville Quarterback Club gives that one out. There's multiple Paul Honing awards. It gets a little confusing. Oh, one little side note before we go to our last break here. But for the folks that are like, hey, no, I don't want Jordan Watkins because Kentucky's got too many crowded, they've got too many good incoming freshman receivers. We were excited about the incoming freshman receivers heading into this year. In SEC play, you really shouldn't rely on freshmen regularly if you want to be a really, really good team. Maybe one. Unless you just have an absolute freak. And if you do, that's cool too. But I'm excited about some of these guys coming in. I'm not excited about them making huge impacts in the 2022 season. 2023, 2024, sure. But not so much for for the the following season. Let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish the Thornton sex line. You're listening to KRC, Thursday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Welcome back. 
Kentucky Roll Call, one final segment. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Thursday. Want to remind you, weather's going to be nice today and this weekend, but it is winter. Make no bones about it. Tough, tougher to get out on the golf course. It gets dark at like 5.15. Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Doesn't matter about the weather. Doesn't matter about how light or dark it is outside. It's a beautiful state-of-the-art golf indoor facility that you can work on your game, whether it's just hitting the virtual range, playing a virtual course, and it's really like the real thing if you still haven't checked it out yet. And if you just want to continue to get better so when the weather warms up in the spring, you want to hit the ground running, get lessons with Bobby Cook. You won't find better rates in town. Just off exit four in southern Indiana, about 10 to 20 minutes for most folks in Louisville in uh, the Louisville area as well. So check them out. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more information or book your virtual tee time. Do it to it. Let me get back to the Thorns sex on. I do. Uh, did you mention Torrance Davis transferring? I did. Okay. Surprised they took him in the first place. That was a weird re- recruitment where, okay, he's coming to UK. Wait, they wouldn't take him for a long time, but then they did. He kind of showed up late. They put him a linebacker, then they moved him running back. Big kid, good athlete. But, and just, that running back room had too many people in it. Yeah, it seemed that way. Um, and I I don't – I'll worry about transfers if it's at a position of need, and I don't really consider running back right now a position of need. Hey, shout-out to the U.K. women's basketball team. Big win yeah. in the SEC Big 12 Challenge last night. Uh, they – Ryan Howard is just still dominant, 27 points for her. But they beat West Virginia. Suck it, West Virginia. 83-60, to 60, a blowout win last night. West Virginia ranked, so that's a – Big a, win. A nice win Big for the Cats. Win. They were down in the first quarter, and I was kind of thinking to myself, like, all right, if they if they don't win this game, it's really going to be a long and not fun season. Not only do they turn it on, they turned it on in a huge way Heck yeah. and blew out West Virginia. So Big win, ladies. That made me happy. Good. You just, just got to get something special out of Ryan Howard. Got to make a little run mm-hmm. with her. She's mm-hmm. too good of a player not to. So hopefully they'll continue to mesh and click despite not – not having the best front court in the country. All right, now we can get back to the text line. Okay. Um, one texter says, you guys undersold bad AU basketball. Sure, it's indoors, but a 24-10 score game is not fun to watch either. Yeah, but at least it's indoors, you know. And now, like, heck, you could have an AirPod in one ear. You could be listening to, like, a podcast or something. You know, you, you can. Bad AU basketball is really bad. Yeah, you're right about that, texter. The bleacher butt is the big thing, too. You got to get the, the cushiony seat. And you can always walk around, too. Right, right, right. Uh, another text says, Sorry, fellas, UPS worker here. This is quite honestly one of the worst times of the year. Please stop being so giddy about Christmas time. <laughs> no, there- it's one of the most wonderful, it's the most yeah. wonderful time of the year. But it's my busiest time of the year. That's not- I'm so busy at work. <laughs> That's pretty good. Get over it. You sound like uh, and if you don't Scott like if you, if you don't like your UPS job because it's busy around Christmas, get a new job, Texter. That's that simple. I mean, it's not that simple. It's that simple. It's Nick. Not there that, are there no. Are that's like the hiring. biggest employer in the town. Justin. Yeah, that's like true. People work there because it's, it's a good job. But well, I mean, I know some people at Ford. If you'd rather go to Ford, but this is also my busiest time of the year too. It's just a busy. It's a busy time of year for a lot of folks. Yeah. Then you get to Christmas and you exhale. That's why people think it's so merry, right? Well, it's just the hap happiest season of all. You get holiday greetings, gay happy meetings when friends come to call. There's going to be parties for hosting. Marshmallows for toasting. Carol is out in the snow. 
Well, no snow yet. It's 70 today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Um, it is pretty awesome. Justin's golfing, supposedly. With Keith. Keith? Yep. Wait, Keith is inviting Justin to golf, <laughs> and we don't even get invites to golf anymore? Are y'all probably playing Cover Bridge, too? We are going to Old Capitol. Wow. Man. I actually had a conversation with somebody at a Louisville tailgate. Old old neighborhood guy moved across the river because he likes playing the golf courses here so much. And one of the courses he mentioned was Old Capital. Either of y'all got a golf card you want to trade me so I can use that little punch today? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. Mine's got my circle out. And we you only got... Just go there and be like, I actually went to another course and they accidentally marked this one. <laughs> My stepbrother. Feel like it's December. Just mark another one. My stepbrother went to. <laughs> he went to the Valley View one, and they, they did like a very light punch. Like it was. It wasn't the Ooh. whole circle punch. Oh, hey, Chad. It was hey, almost Chad. like Chad. <laughs> yeah. What a reference. Yeah, it, was, on you. it was almost like they stabbed a pin through it. So he was gonna try to put it back together to make it look like it had not been mm, punched. Al Gore's not gonna like that one. No. Nope. No. No. Not at all. <laughs> he's, not gonna, he's not gonna appreciate that in the slightest. That's awesome. Tell Keith hello for us. We'll do. Tell us to keep giving us gifts. Keith. Tell them to suck. Oh, we're we gonna do the twelve days of KRC Christmas, dude. I hate the twelve days of KRC I Christmas. I just here's the thing. I just hate give like the, I like I want to give things away. If we could just have it where it's like you could it's if you come, come to the studio and get it, then it's cool. Yours. It's not getting sent out though. Yeah. Um, and part of the issue is like, well, uh, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> TC from Lexington here, boys. Memphis and Louisville both losing in the same night is a good night indeed. Also, when Penny was hired, he did in fact say he wanted to he wanted, quote, all the smoke. What if he still feels that way? Oh, he's man. getting it. And he's throwing his players under the bus. Always good, clean family fun. They'll mm. be again, I'm gonna that while last night was a good, good, clean fun. I'm gonna not make any Korean or Georgia jokes this year. I'm not going to. It's gonna be tough when they play. I'm sure Memphis will eventually put it together. The American Conference is so bad; they have too much talent. But that being said, TC and they're really young. But I'll be yeah, yeah I'll be. And then you, you got to figure out kind of how to work together and play together. But that being said, TC, I'll root every time they lose. He wanted all the smoke. Here you go. Yep, here he goes. Smoke him if you got him. Is he getting to the East River Bobos, Larry and Charlene side of the family? And they're referring to Mike Bobo, Drew Bobo. Uh, the former Auburn offense coordinator and his son, who's probably going to be looking for a new home after his dad got fired by Auburn. Could be Kentucky, could be Georgia. Talked a lot of football recruiting in hour number one that you can go back and listen to on the KRC podcast. Brought to you by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Busy this holiday season. Use the promo code Big X. You get 30% off their gummies. Full spectrum. And they're 50 milligrams of CBD, 20 milligrams of THC. Certified organic. They're a fantastic product. Go try them out today. 30% off before Christmas. Use that promo code Big X at cornbreadhemp.com. Did you bring us some today? I forgot. I brought you wow. donuts instead. Wow. I brought you Wide donuts Willy, instead. Wide Willie, the no cornbread hemp? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, one baby steps. How okay? much THC is in them Wide Willies? Yeah, how much THC is in the Wide Willie? It'd be nice if there was some THC in the Wide Willies. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Trevor just falls from the ceiling, takes it, runs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid man. <laughs> He's the Kool-Aid man, but with THC. <laughs> Wears a big green shirt. This is his eagle shirt. All of these beasts is just like, you know, rolling something up. Trevor comes bulldozing <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> Texter says, I love you, Justin, but I don't think you get to call Wandell Little. Unless we're talking uh, Tyrion Lannister, Mini-Me, Hornswoggle. 
Oh, yeah. You may want to sit this one out, buddy. Also, is the girl bougie like Natty in the styrofoam? So, A, so over that song. B, I completely take back Colin Wandale a little. When I look at him on the field, I'm thinking, he's about 5'8". Looked it up. He's 5'11". Can't believe that. He's compared to Compared to everyone else, he just looks so little. Yeah, he's not 5'11". Yeah, that's, okay. a, that's, a, that's Well, a even I, if he's only 5'10". It's probably like 5'9". Even 5'9", compared to me, is pretty tall. So, I take it back. I apologize. <laughs> Peter Dinklage, however, he's short. <laughs> Celibacy at Ruby's? Nah, get crazy in their party room. Live a little. Man. I can't wait. Oh, so that's how that's what's happening at the company Christmas party? <laughs> Eating. I thought the company was just you and your brother and your dad, too. No. I mean, they're... No, my brother's not in the office uh, anymore. He just works at home. But what? Yeah. Oh, we, he doesn't want to see his. He lives out. He lives out. In Oldham, he lives out in Oldham County. Wow. What a, uh, what a nerd. No, there. I think there's gonna be one, two, three, five of us and significant others. Nice. Mm-hmm. I only have one holiday party right now. We we don't know when the big X party is. I, I don't think I, the big X parties happen. I don't. You the, can't. You can't plan a party on December second. On like a Friday or Saturday and expect people not to have plans. We used to have a KSR party, but now we're on three. I don't know if there's an on three party. Like, I remember when I was getting wooed by KSR. They were like, oh, and you just the Christmas bonuses are through the roof. It's nice. Never got that Christmas bonus. You didn't? <laughs> never, got, uh, never got a thing. Oh. <laughs> never got invited to the Christmas party. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you were on a probationary period. <laughs> <laughs> there's a transition. There's a transition period. A texter says, looks like Stoops wasn't on the visit meeting with Goodwin yesterday. Shouldn't we be all in on locking him down? I'll admit some ignorance on the ins and outs of recruiting. Stoops has been going to the guys that are If Stoops thought he needed to be there, I think he would have been there. And Roush basically saying, yeah, he's going to take this official visit this weekend. Don't sweat it at all. He's absolutely going to go to UK the day after hanging out with him and another UK coach. I would trust Roush on this one. Yeah. Um, and like the guys he's going to see are the ones that are being recruited the most elsewhere. You know, like uh, Fearby's getting pulled at hard by Pitt and Penn State. Uh, Deion Walker is Alabama, Michigan, or Kentucky. It might be Georgia. I don't. Know. I can't get them mixed up. But th- that's where his attention is kind of going to now. DeCarlos Nicholson was another one that's uh, a lot of schools are kind of coming after. So um, back off. Yeah. So that that's kind of where the lay of the land is. I'm sure Stoops will be in to see him. Before too long. John here. Good morning. Hey, John. I agree with you guys. The playoff expansion is the right way to go. Hey, the MLB implemented a lockout for the first time in 25 years. This is about cash. Players are singing the song, You Can't Play With My Yo-Yo, which in this case is the metaphor for cash. I recommend checking out that song. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Uh, Never heard that song before, John. Sounds sexual. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, the Red Sox signed James Paxton. And they got uh, Jack and Bradley Jr. back. I, I, was, I actually didn't see that. That's great. Yep. I mean, that's good. So I'm very confused. They, they're they walking out, but they're still signing guys? I don't know if they can sign now um, once the lockout officially happens. I don't. I don't know. I don't get the lockouts. Don't really care for them. I'm sure it'll be resolved. Baseball isn't for a long ways away, although it's really not. Like pitchers and catchers are in March, which is stupid. But whatever. John, we don't want to talk baseball. Hey, guys, I listen to Nick on all those platforms. I think it's an indictment on me more than anything else. (laughs) (laughs) 
But here's the order. One, KRC, because TJ can him in Nick. I don't know what that means. Hone in, maybe? Him in? I guess, I don't know. Number two, 11 personnel. Lockett knows his football. Number three, KSR football podcast. Number four, the depth chart football podcast. The depth chart podcast is the worst. Not because of the people, but you have like four different people all in different locations. There isn't really a flow to it. That's from Mook. Some honest feedback from Mook. Yeah. Some good so, honest feedback. You go to the depth chart podcast and you say, damn it, you all. We've got to get up in the rankings here. We're last. Who's on the depth chart one? Uh, Freddie and uh, two of the guys he used to play with, Andy Murray and Jay Dorsey. They're yeah, good. They're gotcha. good. It's just you get old guys on Zoom, you know. It just There really is just something for everything for UK fans out there. Yeah. And we're very thankful and happy that the folks that listen to this show, for whatever reason, continue to come back and listen to the show for whatever reason. I know. Tip of the cap to y'all. Better than me. Yeah, imagine, you don't listen to any Big X content. Imagine having to go back and listen to your show every day. How miserable would that be? Well, first off, miserable. <laughs> as miserable as it gets. Secondly, if I the very few times where I'll have to go back and listen because I'll want to like hear a quote or right. and you know, you'll have to do it for transcribing. You do learn what not to do when you listen to yourself. Yeah. But at what cost? Yeah. At what cost? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do become a better broadcaster, radio host, if you go back and listen, because you hear the things you don't like that you do, and you can fix them. But Me, no, right now, no. I wanted to interrupt you, but then I remember every time I go back and listen, I'm like, damn it, I interrupt people too much whenever I talk. I don't think you do. Yeah. Unless you're really fired up and passionate about something. I don't know. I It, it, is, would, it would be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Whew. You're doing it on a million different platforms. Oh, the the funniest is when I have to go back and find, like, oh, crap, forgot the ads. Let me go find, mm. in one of those podcasts, I have to go back and find a natural ad break. Ooh. Make sure you put them in Spanish again. Yeah. All right, we need them all to be in Spanish. Yeah. And I thought that it <laughs> used to be that that was just, like, what your Google search has been, but no, and just, you've what, been for Google, whatever reason. You've been Googling some Spanish things. I guess so. <laughs> hmm. Buenos dias. <laughs> See. Texter TJ, says. TJ, you're so good. No offense, but what the hell is the point of having Jeff Procoro on the call with Tom Leach? It never bothered me until this week during the highlight reel. All he does is say, go, go, or try to scream touchdown before Tom. I don't know. He just seems kind of pointless Dude, being there. No, 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 no. He's a color commentary guy. That's what that's what they do. No, those color guys are the worst, though. No, I, no. I get what he's saying. Yeah, don't like. And Tom took way too long on that Missouri touchdown. Yeah, That's true. I will give him that. And that, that was part of it, and that's why it was great because – you have the point where Tom says, I was waiting for a signal. And he goes, I don't need yeah, a signal. I wanted Trevor to add that part to it. We're going to have to play the whole clip. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would also say that. Uh, what year was that, 2019? Uh, 2018. Jeff's, right. Jeff's laugh. Halloween. His giggly little laugh is an indicate. Is It's just the sign of a big play. Like You know something awesome is happening if he's just kind of giggling there. I thought if you were to have any criticism, it's when people point out he gets a little hyperbole in there sometimes. Where it'd be like, he was making a cut like Barry Sanders out there. Oh, sure, he does that, and yeah. uh, syncing it up to the TV a few times this year, he also kind of would blame people that didn't deserve blame on plays. Completely subjective, obviously. Right, right. But there'd be like sometimes where Levis would make this throw, and it it, it I. Game before Louisville, New, New Mexico, Mexico State. State yeah. uh, I think it was that game. And, like, Levis threw it to Josh Ali or whoever it was, and it got 
def- or it, it was a drop and maybe picked or close to getting picked or something like that. And he was like, Love is, is it's a tight window. You just can't make that throw there because it literally has to be perfect. You see what happens when it's not. And then watching it, actually seeing it. You're like, catch, when, catch the yeah, pass. Yeah, if you catch the pass, it's a perfect throw. Right. Like he, he actually put it exactly where it had to be, and it was for you know 12 yards or something like that. That's not on Levis's fault. That's on just the wide receiver, and I don't know, you know, I'm don't remember the exact specifics, so I'm not trying to call anybody out. But that so sometimes he could be wrong, but those are subjective things and everybody would be, and I'm sure people listen to this show and think we're wrong all the time. And we are. And we don't really care. Yep. No big deal. Texture says, I like to think of Trevor yelling, Save the hash. All of the office fire alarm. <laughs> Save Bandit. <laughs> oh man. That's good stuff. Another texture says, Stoops is visiting Goodwin next week before signing day. Huh. Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Good to know. Yeah. Good right. to know. All right, let me see if I can get this to Justin. Another player, or another texter asks, are any players we're recruiting in or out of the portal considered four or five stars? Yes. Whoa. The, the Bogle kid from Florida. Well, Jerry Casey was a, was a four-star, too. Yeah. Um, was Torrance Davis? About one service, maybe, and then he probably got bunked down. That's the confusing thing about all the services. But, um, yeah, they uh, Bogle was like a consensus top 50 player, though. He was a big-time recruit. So, um, and then the rest, you kind of wait and see. I think a lot of the guys, too, four or five stars, you kind of see what they can do in college tape. It's a little bit different than the high school evaluations. So, plenty of big fish out there. Uh, right now, Kentucky got a top 15 recruiting class, which is 10 spots. That 10 spot jump from 25 to 15, pretty significant. So, Cats doing well, and there's some more big fish out there they can add as well over the final 13 days before National Signing Day. Do you want to play the clip? Yes, please play the clip, Justin. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! I was waiting for the signal! I didn't need a signal. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good to see that you had those parts to it. Yeah, I don't know why he needed the signal there. I mean, that was very clearly... I guess foot it, down. it was the far sideline, though, yeah, like from where to, they were yeah. viewing. Uh, because I tell. was on the far sideline as well, and I, I I didn't know. I mean, I could kind of see, but couldn't tell. That was just that was freaking awesome. I just don't, I'd like to know, like, why did why would they run that play to the short side of the field? Like a space. football brain needs space. It's the opposite of space. Well, you but have it's, less it's, space. A, it's an easier throw for Terry too. It is an easier. Well, is it? You're not throwing it as far. You're not you're not throwing it as far, but you're throwing it in a tighter, tighter quicker. vicinity. It's quicker though. I, you, can I, give, I think, you can give defenders more time to break on the ball. It's traveling there longer. Yeah. It worked. That was such a improbable win for UK. Uh, just the way that game was going, a lot of fun. Great, great call there yeah. by Leach and the whole gang. Um, quick question that just quickly escaped my mind. Somebody says Jeff Bacoro's chortle game always seems to be strongest when UK plays Louisville. What's a what's what's a what's a chortle? <laughs> oh, his chortle, his like <laughs> like his like laugh. Laughing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's chortle game. <laughs> what a word. It's chortle. A word. We've learned some good words lately. Just like a little like we chortle. <laughs> We're chortlers. Oh, it's funny what you'll find when you read more uh, books. Kids, children's books. 
it, the sounds they use for animals, sometimes you'll get like a random one. You're like, that is not the sound this animal makes. Like you're just making this up. Yeah, there's been a few that I'm just been like, like the pig like, saying snortle. Like they always use oink, not snortle. And when I go like that's not, I don't call that a snortle. Yeah, that's it's stupid. Weird. I forget. There's one I was just like, I'm not really actually sure what this animal's noise sounds like. <laughs> But I forget what animal. There was. Was a, Must have been a giraffe. There's a book that makes noises, and the panda one goes. <laughs> I'm like, do pandas really make that noise? I Wouldn't know. know. Never touched a panda before. Uh, last text in the show. We'll wrap this bad boy up. Like the new house, Roush. The partial green exterior gives some character. Nice hardwood floors and coffered living room ceiling. The stuff appraisers know. Also, Johnny just being a real creep. The co- I wonder how he found. Oh, because the PVA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the coffered ceilings were really nice, though. Yeah. I was a big fan of those. I would be much more creeped out if I didn't know that was Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, what's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know why Trevor puts in the names of the people oh. that he puts in. What You know what I was going to say uh, about Trevor? Why does he start our show with a reference to another show that lasted one week on the Big X? Because it's not a show anymore. It's hilarious. It's a weird it's, a, it's kind of a funny memory. But, that, like, as the first thing you hear. Yeah. Gives them a laugh. It's the first thing you hear. It's well, it's weird. not the first. If, thing if you're you trying to dissect, good morning, like the first audio clip, right? Well, it's it's the first time you hear us talk, Nick. If you're trying to dissect Trevor's brain and why he does what he does, that's on you, man. Yeah, that's that's not an easy job. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right, everybody, have a great Thursday. Thanks for, the, thanks for all the texts into the. Thanks for all the texts into the show. Everybody, have a great oh, Thursday. Man. Friday's gonna be fun. Big time home field picks of the week. It's the it's the final. Oh final man, one. we're gonna be giving away some countdown. home field swag. Too. Yeah, we're gonna need somebody to call in too. So be ready to call in on tomorrow's show. Man. We will talk to you then. Have a good day. This is KRC. I'm Big X. Oh,